eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Al and Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence. It's Al and Jerry's post-game podcast. All right, here we go. Podcast time on a gloomy... We haven't said this really all summer. A gloomy Monday. How about that? So, yeah, the weather kind of stinks, and here we are. We're getting through the Monday show, and now we do a podcast. His name is Adam. Now, he can't hear me, but he can hear me. He just won't use his headphones. Oh, I had the wrong ear on, Jerry. Oh, wrong ear. <laughs> All right, there you go. What's up, man? hey Jerry, you know, uh, in the uh, warm-up show, we were talking about uh, how many summers. Yeah, how many are left? How many are left, because, you know, and I told you there was a John Cougar Mellencamp song that he yes. did with Bruce Springsteen. I'm just going to read you a, 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 a sonnet of the lyrics. Okay. The name of the song is called Wasted Days, Jerry. Fine. Wasted Days. I think one of us knows about those. The uh, the song opens. There's a song way. called Wasted Years. Well, <laughs> yes, uh, uh, Iron Maiden does Wasted Years. <laughs> oh, really? Days. Oh, okay. How many summers still remain? How many days are lost in vain? Who's counting out these last remaining years? How many minutes do we have here? Wasted days. We watch our lives just fade away. Wasted days. How about that, Jerry? Yeah, well, I think I could collaborate with them next time. You would like to get involved in this? I would, too. We have a a woman, uh, and I know you can find this in any town in this country, and I get it. We have a woman in our town, though. She's clearly homeless. But... She doesn't want any help. And the cops, uh, I've lived next to a cop. They've tried. And she's nasty and says, stay away from me. And all she does is walk around town all day. That's it. She wears the same outfit. She carries her bag of clothes. Like, every day. She's just in a different spot in town. And I thought, I passed her yesterday. She was hanging out by a CVS in the parking lot, in the back of the parking lot, just sitting there. And I'm thinking, what goes through your mind when you wake up with zero purpose. There's nothing to do except to walk and go find somewhere else to waste away. 
And what are you accomplishing? And do you wake up thinking, God, take me? Because there's nothing happening. Maybe uh, my guess is in those situations, those people have mental illness, right? She might. And that's what I'm saying. I know. Otherwise, you wouldn't be roaming around. Something's not right. Yeah. How old is she? I'd, if I had to guess, I'd say around 60, but I don't know. And apparently she's been, and I didn't know this until recently, she's been around the town and the surrounding towns for years. And then there was a rumor and a thought that she actually has money, just doesn't want to do anything. And so she just roams. But I don't know. I've never gotten to the bottom mm-hmm. of it, and I'm not really all that interested. I just right. feel bad for her. You're somewhat interested. Not all that much to I'm, really dig into it. I'm interested in the psychology of what you process throughout the course of a nothing day, every day, every week, every month, year in, year out. Right. That's a good question. Uh, you know, it's it's just weird. So I don't know. Very strange. There was a woman who walks around my town as well all the time. Long distances. Yeah. And I thought she was homeless as well. And then one day I saw her sitting on the porch of a beautiful oh, really? home. Yeah. So I don't know if she was visiting a friend or if that's her home. And she just walks as exercise or a way to just yeah, be out and about. I don't know. And does she look like she's well kept? Well, she looks older. So she's, it's a hard to, you know, she's. Because this woman does not look well kept. Yeah. No, this, no, this woman. Okay. Like a regular, regular woman. Okay. What is a woman though, Jerry? That's the question. I don't know anymore. Yeah. Um, then I was, uh, I saw, I'm trying to think, this is strange. I just randomly saw a post by Justin Bieber's wife, Haley Bieber. Okay. And she shaved her head. Okay. Just gave herself a buzz cut. And she wrote, every once in a while, do something that makes you uncomfortable. And I've heard that so many yes. times, right? Yep. You hear that as a way to stay alive, right? Do something uncomfortable. Which I never do. Right. I am the absolute opposite. Right. You like comfortability. Yeah. But only unless I'm forced out of comfortability. Right. Like if someone says, you no longer work here, mm-hmm. then not, I'm. that's not my decision. That's most people. I'm, yep. I'm forced out, right? Yep. Or uh, you, the bank's taking your home back. That would make me uncomfortable and... So unless I'm forced into it, I don't do things that make me uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. But having seen that picture of her shaving her head, and I was thinking about it, like I was looking out, you know, I'm fortunate to live by the beach. So I'd read that quote. I'm looking out and I see someone parasailing. Yeah. And I thought well, that would make me uncomfortable. Make you nervous. Oh, yeah. Yeah. To go up in a parachute being dragged by a boat way yeah. up Oh, high. I've seen it. I know. Attack your fears. Yeah. So I was like, that would make me uncomfortable. Yeah. Should I do that? Go for it. But I don't really want... I, you I don't know want to. I don't want to do that. Then but, don't do it. But should we be doing things like that that make us uncomfortable? I think it depends on the person. I really do. I mean, I think it's, I think it's easy and convenient to say those things when you can. Shaving your head is stuff. It's fine. It'll grow back. Like getting a tattoo, that would make me uncomfortable. Should I also do that? Why would that make you uncomfortable? I don't know. I think it would, It's though. just something you don't want to do. Yeah. I mean, 
Like to me, something you don't want to do is, even though you know it could be better for you, is go get a new job. You don't want to leave this position, even though it might end up being the best thing for you. But it might be very uncomfortable looking for that job. And I don't know. People say that in going through divorces sometimes. Yeah. Like they're comfortable. They've, uh, they're taken care of. They're in their marriage. Yeah. Leaving would be uncomfortable. But you could be in a much better spot on the other you never side. Know. That is very The problem true. is with, with any big thing that you do that makes you uncomfortable, there's a, uh, a time in between you of regret. Yes. So there's a time in between making the move and then it paying off. Like for every person that's said, bet on yourself, (laughs) boy, this is great. I can probably find 10 people that tried that and failed. Yes. It's like anything opening up a business, big success. Great. There are 93 others that opened, lost their shirt and are now working again. It's it's what's it's just what's good for you. I have a friend of mine who, I, an acquaintance, I shouldn't say a friend, an acquaintance of mine, who was in the baking business, and was great at it, and realized one day. I think I've told you this before. Like, why am I killing myself for that person? And a very popular bakery went up for sale, and he maxed out all his retirement savings. He's like, "We're going to do this. I'm going to this be my risk. place." Yes, and in six months, he was closed. And then basically had to go find a baking job to start cleaning up the mess. Right. Because he went through, I want to say, $500,000 of a retirement savings. Damn. Gone. And it's, you know why you do it. You understand why you do it. You want more control over your life. And and that's, I applaud you for that. But he's one of the 93 that don't make it, as opposed to the one or two that gets written up about. about, Like there was a... um, you ever watch Diners, Drive-Ins, and Dives with Guy Fieri? I have not seen that. I'm aware of it. Okay. I actually like the show. I can't watch. There are people that will watch it all day. I can't. I like one or two. Eh, maybe a couple weeks I'll watch a couple. But that's it because they're all very redundant. But there was one in um, these two guys were in the corporate world, and they decided they didn't want the stress and the pressures and any of that. So they took the money they had earned, and they got some investors. They wanted to start a burger place. Is that it. And the first thing he asked me is like, what was your experience doing this? They're like, none. They thought it would be fun to sell the, the burgers they like and just make them even better. And they had cool different fries that they made. And it was a little unique, but they created a great atmosphere of a place. Wildly successful. See how many people have tried little unique restaurants and they're closed in four months? Yeah, they say the restaurants, bars, those things are the hardest things to do. Yeah. See, the bar thing to me is interesting because the profit margin is ridiculous on liquor. And I actually believe, like, I I do believe if you and I opened up a sports bar, we would do very well. Because I think what we do helps. We're in the sports business. Um, And as long as you can get people in you're going to make money. It's the insurance and the, those types of the fights. That's the stuff that freaks me out about it. But yeah, it's, it's nothing. Nothing is a sure thing. Yeah. It's just like when you'll hear like, uh, uh, so-and-so always wanted to play for this since he was a little kid, wanted to play for the Yankees. And now it's here. Yeah. Well, guess what? We all wanted to play. I wanted to play for the Mets and the Cowboys. There's 800 million <laughs> kids that also want to. Well, and that, but that's the lie that America tells you and the American dream you know, if you want to work hard enough and you can achieve it, you can't actually. Like, I'm sure there's more than 
let's say, 15 people that, when they are young, want to be the president of the United States. Well, in your lifetime, if every president only lasted four years, forget eight, if you deal with 15 of them, that's 60 years. Yeah. So 15 people in your lifetime are going to be president or your adult lifetime are going to be president. Guess how many aren't that wanted to be? The rest of them. It's a big fat lie that everyone tells you. There are certain things that you absolutely can accomplish with hard work. Most things are not attainable. Correct. They're just not. Now, I could sit here and tell you, I worked really hard. I knew I wanted to do this. And that's true. You know how many other people probably wanted to do this? Many. Right. And my fat ass is sitting on this chair not getting up. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's weird. It's uh, I always go back to that uh, Jim Carrey thing where he wrote himself a check for $10 million yeah. like m- many years ago. And then that was such a popular story. I am sure people did that. Absolutely. Uh, you can wipe but your they, ass with those checks. <laughs> they cannot cash those right no. now. No. They couldn't cash a, a percentage of them. Yeah. Are you crazy? Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I also heard a great... uh... I was listening to, I'm still listening to it because they're so long, Joe Rogan with Louis C.K. Oh, that would interest me. Yeah. How did his his pay-per-view special, did that do well? Uh, a pay-per-view or he sells like he's... he's it's, on, it's on his own website. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he yeah he talked about that. So he was like the first one to do that, right? He, yeah. was, he would sell his, uh, first of all, he was selling tickets to his tours by himself. He was selling the tickets. Okay. And then he started selling his, he would do a stand-up special and sell it on there for $5 each. He just wanted to break even in anything he Mm -hmm. did. So he did a movie that he's promoting now that he financed himself, and it's available on his website. Wow. So that's what he was in promoting. He's talking about, it was him and the comedian Joe List who was in this movie. I think it's supposed to be like this guy's life. Right. But he was, he's so in uh, Louis CK, I think, is so insightful on just things like social media and perception and TV and the media, just like the media. He had, you know, he talked about his, his, on his phone, he only has email and maps. Okay. So it's the actual telephone, email, and maps. And then he has a computer at home that does not connect to the internet that he uses for writing. Okay. He said because he's so addicted to, you know, just the idea of how much of a time waster it is in that what we do to put things off, right? So, like, um, you know, you put off writing or whatever it is you do for your art. Right. Whether you're a writer or a, a singer or a comedian is that the phones, we use them as a distraction to put off doing stuff. Mm-hmm. He's even talking about masturbation that way. He says, I, I'm, not, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm, not, I'm not masturbating with porn anymore. 
He says, hey, Sal. no, no, this is Louie. <laughs> he says it's, it's too much of a time waster. Yeah. He said, I'm relying only, and then you're no longer relying on your memory. He said, I'm relying only on my memory for that. Okay. All right. But then he, he, I don't know, it was just really interesting about how he talked about people, comedians who are funny comedians, but then they use their Twitter to talk politics. And then people get upset. Yeah. And that's like, instead of using that, instead of using Twitter for that, work on your act with the the stuff you're tweeting out, mm-hmm. you know, do your act with that. Yeah. So I don't know. He was, it was, uh, I'm probably not explaining it. Maybe I'll listen to it all as well as I enjoyed, enjoyed his speaking. I mean, it it all it. makes sense to me. I mean, I've told you a million times, Twitter to me is the greatest invention and the worst all at the same yeah. time. It is, it's basically just. I don't know, man. Mushing our minds and and our our time is crunched, and it's just a waste. And yet, for things like news breaking um, references, and it, some of it's great, but my God, the far majority of it is just a cesspool. Yeah, it really is. And the and the fact that there's no accountability for anything, and there's, I mean, you can basically be anonymous with an egg. I mean, it's just. Oh, I know what he was also talking about. The fact that he isn't on social media like that. Yeah. That he was on SNL a couple of years ago and I, oh. and I guess he did, he he said he wanted to do a monologue that was controversial, which he did, but he did it. And that was it. Like he heard nothing about it. Cause he wasn't on social media. Yep. He said, uh, afterwards he was getting calls from his friends saying, how you doing? He goes, great. Why, why do you ask? Oh, you're getting killed on social media. Like, right. I have no idea. And then it just goes, like, so disappears. I, Sal and I had this conversation last week. Yeah. When you were out? Were you out last week? I was week? in last you were week. In, well, maybe it was off the air. Talking about how, like, I didn't sign it. When Mike and the Mad Dog did shows, they would walk out of here just really thinking about how they interacted with one another. Maybe there was a caller that didn't like them that day, whatever. But you you came into work. You did your job. You took the calls, you did the interviews, you went home, you felt pretty good about it, you cashed a nice check and everything was good. He's like, when I got into this business, I didn't sign up for getting pounded over the head by a mallet on everything I say. He goes, you know, you open up the Twitter and it's a news-breaking thing and it's awesome and you can interact and then you look at the mentions and who's telling you, you suck, get off the radio, who said you should be doing this for a career? He goes, it's hurtful. He goes, even though I know they're anonymous, he's like, I didn't sign up for this crap. I'm just trying to do a sports talk show. I said, yeah, it's a different time. They they didn't have to. Now, now you could say maybe they deal with it, although I don't think they look at that stuff. They're, you know, beyond it. But it's different. Yeah. Well, that was the other thing. Like Howard Stern has always said he he stopped looking at his mentions on Twitter. Yep. Joe Rogan says he does not look at his mentions. And he was telling this comedian who was on this Joe List, because this guy was saying how he goes to the mentions to get confirmation of what and he's feedback. doing is funny, yep. and and he, and uh, Joe Rogan says, you know, I don't, I can't look at it. But I also think like a guy like Joe Rogan and Howard Stern, they have millions of followers. Of course, they can't look at it. Like you would spend all day. Oh, of course. And they're at, I think, such a higher level. Like for me, I feel like part of the reason people follow me is that I do interact with them. But at some point there's some sort of like, I, I get great ideas from people 
that I interact with sometimes. Like they might, like if I'm into the nutrition thing now, right? I might get, it's like, hey, you should follow this person. Yep, and it's absolutely. great ideas and, and they push me to good content and things. But, you know, you have to weed through to get All to the, the good. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like like Nicole is a great listener to the right. radio station. She's wonderful. I might not see her reply right. sometimes because I'm not. Right. I, I don't look all the time. Sometimes if I, especially if I see like, you know, you know, that 21 plus messages they put down when you. Yeah. Sometimes I'll see that. I'll click on it right to the top. Yeah. Right. It, and it can't be good. Right. So I'm like, I'm not even going to waste my time with it. But I might miss her then. Or I might miss someone I actually like. But that is, it is what it is. I mean, you know. Oh, the other thing Louis C.K. was saying about the social media is that we've stopped being alone with our thoughts. I feel people that tweet everything. Oh, or just going to it like if you if you have uh, downtime, if you have uh, oh, I don't have to be, uh, you know, it's it's ten twenty three as we tape this. Yeah. Let's say we were done and you had a call to make at ten thirty. Yeah, well, you got seven minutes. Let me just see check Twitter. Correct. Check not going to sit there for seven minutes. Right. Where instead, like, not, like we're not, uh, we're rarely alone with our thoughts to think of things. Yeah. Creative things because we go right to, and I do it. I'm in the supermarket. If I'm in a line, let me see what's going on. In line. I know. You can't be patient enough and just be content to wait. Yeah. And I so want to, want to, but I all I could, all I do is I weed out my follows, like right. the people I'm following. I I weed it down, like I try to keep weeding it down to things I need for work and things that I like to get news about and yeah, sure. funny things. So, but even then, it's just it's so stupid. If I'm before I go down to take a nap, I'll lay down on my couch and I let me quick scroll yep. through. Yeah, no, I know I do for it before what? bed just to see if I missed anything. What I'm going to wake up to. Yeah, but, I mean, and I get it for in here during the four hours yeah, yeah. the show's on, five hours. I, I love it for the warm-up show. Right. It's legitimately 95% positive something we're talking about yeah. during that hour. And during the show, I like it for, for breaking news. It doesn't happen very often at all. But it does happen. Between 6 and 10, but it does happen. It does happen, for sure. But just the addictive nature of it. Yeah, I know. I trust me. I know it's so. I weird. really do believe if I and I again, it's because now it's trying to get word out. If I wasn't doing the calendar thing, I really, I, I think I would delete it and start over with just the news breaking follows. Right, where you're like you're an anonymous person yeah, on Twitter, correct? And you're just following, like Bob Usler is that way, and people don't know that. But Bob Usler has an account. He's got one follower. And it's a made-up name. I think it's a name he made up from his kids. So, like, he took his one kid's first name and his other kid's first name and made it a name. That's a good idea. And all he does is follow sports media. Right. That's it. And that's all he's ever used it for. Right. Then you're not even interacting with no. others. And you don't get you don't get caught up in anything. Yeah. You don't see any, really, you don't see any crap unless one of those guys retweets something. Right. Um, and it's just what you need. He basically created his own, like, associated press timeline. Basically, you know, and I, that's brilliant. And I, yeah. but you know, to cancel it with well, however many thousands of just like, uh, you know, a lot of those good people li- love the show. Yeah, I don't want to turn them away, but for the right. addictive nature, I love the idea of deleting it. You know, right? 
But I, I don't, you know, whatever. I am gonna, I am gonna delete my Facebook page this week. Um, talk about wasted time. Holy crap! Um, now that my run as manager is over, as head coach of my team, we had our final party yesterday, so that's done officially. So I'll post a goodbye, and that's it. See ya. Done. Not that I look at that a lot, but I do yeah. look at that. What about do you when you look at your stuff? Do you generally look at it on your phone or something else? Yeah, the phone. Yeah. So that's the other thing. Like, what about deleting it off your phone? Yeah. And then you either have to be here at work or you. I have could a do computer that. That's not a bad idea. Or the iPad at home. The Facebook thing. I want to delete. I only. I never wanted to get involved in Facebook because I, I just. I don't need to hear from people I haven't heard from in thirty five years that right. weren't interested in talking to me then. Whatever. But I needed it for the baseball team. Had to have it. So that, to me, I just can delete it. I like the idea of taking Twitter off the phone, though. I still have the account. That's true. You can still look at it on the laptop at home or here. It makes sense. It's not a bad idea. That's not terrible. Gina does it all the time. She deletes, and then she's... And puts it right back on. Right, because it's an addictive thing. Yeah, I don't... For I, for, so I, for me, definitely. I, I I'm a, I, yeah, no, I think we all are. I don't know to what extent, though. No, I think you've definitely got a better handle on it. Maybe. I mean, I will go hours and hours and hours without looking at it, especially when I go home. But I also think it's because you live a busy life with the kids and oh, yeah, the yeah. coaching and the, you know, that definitely changes it. I will tell you, it doesn't happen often, but the times I go home and Kim and the boys are out, yeah, constantly on it. I'm bored. Yeah. I mean, it really is a boredom filler. Yes. Which I don't like to be bored, but sometimes I am. And yeah, no, no, for sure. I could see that. If I lived alone, I would probably be on it a lot more than I am. I love it. Like when getting up in the morning on a weekend and having my coffee and going through it, I love that. So that's where I got to stop it. So let me ask you this though. And I thought of this the other day when I made the turn to go to King Street to my car and I saw five guys that were clearly on their construction guys, clearly on their break. All on their phone. Yes. So let me ask you this. Why is this any different than the newspaper from 80 years ago? Right. It's really the same thing. You're just consuming it in a different way on a device instead of what is no longer a newspaper or a magazine. Yeah. I, I think the difference is is when you read the newspaper, you were done for the day. That's like, true. This is a never-ending. That is true. Constant. Right. The news cycle now is 24-7, 365. Yeah, because I've seen like that uh, a picture where they go, where it's like a, an old-time picture of people on the train, yeah. and they all have the newspapers. And and they talk about the old days when we wouldn't stare at our phones, but right. everyone was staring, staring at the Staring at the paper. Yeah. Same thing. I think that's the difference. Like, if you could set it up where it's like, you know what, I'm going to look at social media in the morning with my coffee. And then when when it's appropriate for work, yeah, that's I think makes the most. You need sense. you need limits. Yeah, need limits. Limits. All right, Jerry, let's do the warm up program. All right, and we'll see you back here tomorrow on a Tuesday. Oh, Subway Series. We'll be breaking down tomorrow morning, Jerry. See ya.